Hi. Hi. Hola, como estas? Uh, I took French in class, so Jimma Fell Keenan. <laughs> <laughs> me llamo Kiera Dadon. Um, and me llamo Keenan Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to Keep It Locked. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting, y'all. I just want to be transparent right quick i've been waiting on keenan for like an hour to record. <laughs> tell them why i've been waiting okay first of all so me and kiara always come up with a schedule of what time we're gonna film so i decided that i wanted to go on a late night run to Krispy cream and so girl i get up there yeah i didn't drove like 15 goddamn minutes and the line is wrapped around the building and I was like, oh, hell no. So I went to Wendy's instead. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a four for four? A four for four? Girl, they got some new, like, uh, bacon cheddar fries. So, you know, my fat ass had to get it. So um, I'm not going to eat it on the podcast because y'all drove me from episode one eating that chicken. So I was rushing to eat it I, in the car. <laughs> I made Jamaican jerk chicken. Ooh. And Brussels sprouts. Where you got the, like, jerk recipe from? I don't know. It was some shit I found in my house. Like, I had some chicken. I had some jerk seasoning. I had some Jamaican jerk sauce. Mm. And I just, like, whipped some shit up. So, it, it it's probably not, like, really Jamaican vibe, but my mom and my brother, they said it was great. So, mm. hey. I mean, hey, whatever. I'm, I'm working on my cooking, y'all, because I didn't really cook in college, so I'm trying to be an adult now. Yeah, all we ate was, like, microwave meals and shit, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm. and a lot of hot food express. So. Oh, that sounds delicious right now. Mm, that sounds fan. great. I should have did that. Oh gosh. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we're off topic. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know, if you're not new, if you're new, we start off everything with review- reviewing. Um, insecure mm-hmm. so we'll be doing that until the season is over with yes. so on so we'll just go ahead and jump right into it with insecure um and yeah this episode was um yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh i know you're trying to hide your disdain for molly but i was super excited last week to see the preview of an episode oh, solely God. focused on my motherfucking dog molly carter okay what did you think? A waste of film. Wow. Wow. I'm just not she's just very I I can't. Like I I I just as the season goes by, it's just like are you guys making us really purposely just not like her? I think she's a developmental character though. Like I'm going to get to what I think they're doing soon just to kind of advocate for her in mm-hmm. a way mm-hmm. um still doesn't i just mm, i would never go on a trip with molly how about that i thought it was ironic that like last week we saw it from Issa's perspective so to shift it to molly's and to know that molly saw her like i bust out laughing when she said she saw her at the restaurant and she was like she ran away from me like i was an actual job i was like <laughs> bitch <laughs> 
<laughs> I, like I mean, you are a job. You're a piece of work. You're a piece of work to deal with, Molly. So you're definitely a job. You're a job that probably does not, that probably pays minimum wage. Can we so talk about how y'all projecting on Molly, all of y'all who hate her? Y'all are all Because projecting. we've dealt with a Molly and we're tired. We, but Molly did not do the things that y'all are projecting onto her. That's y'all not projecting. The... Yes, y'all are, girl. Anyway. You have everyone's had a Molly before, and I think just seeing seeing that friendship, someone's had this type of friendship before. Mm. So I think a lot of people seeing that on the screen, it's triggering. It's triggering, but y'all hate Molly for things she didn't do, and that's my whole point. Molly didn't fuck y'all, man. The girl that you hate that did that is but not it's Molly. Not that, okay, but Keenan, there's always TV. Like we just hate, we just don't like the character. That's it. Mm. That's it. It's TV. It's not like I really go and I go to bed at night and I'm like, oh my god, I fucking hate Molly. Like, I don't care. It's not that deep. <laughs> for me. It's I not mean, that deep. For you, but my mention's been on fire since we started this podcast. Because people are passionate about shows. <laughs> like, I am a very passionate person when it comes to television and what I, I'm watching. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is. But at the end of the day, we're not, like, in our personal lives, we don't give a fuck about Molly Carly. Molly Carly. <laughs> And we and honestly, we think Yvonne Orji is a great actress. We love her, but mm-hmm. we don't like Molly. And it's just it. Period. Now, do I think Issa, like I said before, you have this thing where you're not understanding that it's not that we're team Issa. It's just like we don't like Molly more. Mm. Well, we just go agree to disagree on that point, girl. So continuing on with the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so Molly and uh, what I, Andrew? I don't know why I can't remember his name. I was calling him a- Asian Bay. They go, they get on the plane. He holds the gate for her and everything. Mm-hmm. No, actually, rewind the the part with her and her assistant. Okay, now that was cringeworthy. She was a bitch. She was just having an off day. You know, no, you. I don't care about an off day. That's still somebody. I understand you have someone that's working for you, but I'm a strong believer in treating everyone around you that's doing something for you, like that's, you know, that's helping you out. Treat them with respect, regardless if you feel like they're subor- subordinate or not. You treat them with a res- with respect. And okay. she, you know, what she did was bitchy, but I also want to keep in mind oh God. that whenever the black intern started at that damn firm she was like hey girl if you need any help help me i think that that one isolated scene just fuels y'all hate for molly but we need to have a full perspective so you think so you think the thing from a couple seasons ago may have turned her into this cold bitch towards black people in the workplace yes because she's been burned by all of her colleagues and i'm not excusing the behavior that she did it was definitely bitchy but i want us to look at a world perspective and not but molly wasn't burned she burned someone else in the work office if you're talking about that guy. That's mm. why he was upset with her. Well, they they purposely left her out of the loop of meetings and shit, so eventually she did burn him, but they kind of attacked her first if we go back okay. and roll the tape. I might be wrong, okay. you know. If y'all disagree with me, feel free to add us at Keep I just Lock didn't, Pod. I just, I just didn't don't make me look bad. I was just like don't make me look bad. I mean, I get it, but I just, it's so bitchy. Like, it's like, I I don't know if the writers are really trying to show, I don't know, but I'm going to get to what I think that why we're getting such this bad, just bad, bad side of Molly. I'm going to get there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get there. Um, But <laughs> eventually we see that they are, you know, they are going, you know, um, after the whole debacle with the assistant, 
Then we get to they get on they get on the plane. He holds the gate for her, which I thought was really cute that he did that for her with her late ass. That was so cute because LAX is a nightmare. You and I both know LAX. LAX is, like, is a nightmare. A bitch is running through fire. <laughs> you have to get to LAX two to three hours prior to your flight, or you're or you're dead. It just make my anxiety like spiral out of control. That airport is horrible. That airport is horrible. <laughs> It is definitely <laughs> horrible. I agree. But uh yeah, he held the flight for her and then they get on the plane and they get a little risque. Mm. Mm, I loved it. I thought it was hella sexy. Like if my I man is trying to like show me he loved me in public, then that's what sometimes you gotta know what time it is. I also love that they had Kim Fields in this episode. Me too. I think that somebody pointed out on Twitter, uh, but they've been paying homage to all of the black actors that we loved from like the 90s to the mid 2000s. I love that Issa is casting um, these people because they're great. Like they're great in black culture. Kyla Pratt, uh, Wendy Raquel Robinson. Mm-hmm. Um, who else did we have? Um, oh, oh. Um, we saw Erica from Living Single that played, uh, was it Maxine? Not Maxine. Um, the black lawyer. Oh, okay. Okay. Forgot her name. I know y'all go troll me for that, but y'all know they, what I'm talking they're about. Gonna, they're gonna, they're <laughs> gonna. Honestly, wait, no, Maxine. Yeah, her name is Erica. Okay, cool. I got it right then. Okay, you I got it go. right. Yeah, <laughs> you got it right. We, you know, we we get stuff wrong sometimes, but we mm-hmm. we try to correct it as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also had uh, what is her name? Uh, she played, she played um on the Steve Harvey show. Not Piggy, right? No, that's Wendy Raquel Robinson. I'm talking about uh Laquita, uh Lavita. Lavita oh, Jenkins. Lavita Jenkins. <laughs> I am really having a blank. Love I her. I see her face in my I see like, it mind. and I'm like, let's look it up. <laughs> <laughs> this is awful. Please do not drag us. I promise you, I'm having a blank moment. And it's okay. Yeah. But she's on there as well. But I mm-hmm. really like the fact that they got real kinky. Mm. I like that he ate her ass. <laughs> What's crazy that is funny. that back in the day it was so taboo. Like I know guys in like high school and early college eating ass or eating like pussy was a thing that was like, oh no, like that was like Terry a nigga Vaughn. in the unicorns. A, a nigga that was a unicorn. I mean, oh, that's the name, Terry Vaughn. Hey, Terry, Terry Vaughn. Vaughn. Terry J Vaughn. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. I love seeing you on the screen. Thank love you for it, love it, love it. Because they was going to drag us. They was going to drag us, but I just wanted to say thank you. I was just having a mind blank, okay? I know who you are, Miss Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you and Countess related? I really want to know, but okay. Oh, yeah. Me and Countess definitely related. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I love Countess. Shout out to Countess Vine. I love we her. We love you. We love you. <laughs> but uh Issa put Countess Vine on the air. Oh, I would love that. I feel like watching the Parkers like right after we tape this. But anyway, we gotta get back to the episode. We're getting derailed. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree with you. I thought that that was really cool because like Yvonne Orgy always talks about like in real life that she's a virgin so I'm like to shoot these scenes probably the was most like, sex on the show I know I said to shoot these scenes that must the be balcony like scene hella was interesting high. I want to recreate that on a mm. cool mm. 
kind of cool. Mm, the balcony scene was hot, but <laughs> anywho, you know, Molly has to be Molly. Mm. And I mean, his brother did seem like a bit of a like one of those people where they're annoying. They don't mean to be annoying, but they're annoying. Um, he did come off as that, and I was like, they're gonna clash. They're gonna butt heads eventually. But I didn't think they were gonna butt heads like that. Rightfully so. I think he tried to like make a diffuse a situation, which I respect because he could have been like, I don't know her. You know, that's just my brother, boo, or whatever. So he does get plus one for that, but then I gotta drag him for everything after that. Yes. Cause I mean, I wish what that I wish, and I don't know if I maybe I missed it. And please correct me if I did. Did they show the white people getting the towels without getting their key card, giving their key card? I think so. I, the, the memory bank I have has them not showing their key card, just getting the towels. Okay, well, she had every right to act the fuck, act the ass. Because <laughs> I couldn't remember. I'm like, did they show, like, did they show them not showing it, or did she just say it? Because if they, I just, I don't know. I'm also, I, and I hate to be that person to, because I was like, I don't think devil's advocate is a good thing at all at all because people do be racist in in (laughs) establishments okay it's just i was like did i mean did they show the key card did they not i don't know but when she snatched that towel out that girl hand i was like bitch i would have jumped over that goddamn Look, I would as, lost my job that as day. As being in situations like that, when I get a towel girl, her thing. Sometimes you do have to follow the policy. So he did have a valid point. Yeah, you do. Because you can get bitched can be out. You can get bitched out. I'm not about to get bitched out. For you. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Molly. Because the bitch minute damn. that you bend the rules for one person, that's the minute somebody roll up on you and be like, "Hey, you didn't do it." Out of everybody else who don't do it, it'd be your ass to be on the line. So, right. So if the girl was really trying to stick with policy and she. Because I can't remember if they showed it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so if she was, then I mean, hey. I mean, if she did do that, then Molly had every right to act that ass. Now, if they, you know, I don't know. I just, I don't know. But the whole blow up, it was just crazy. I just, ugh, I hate when trips get ruined. And then... <laughs> Okay, like the pool scene is a very complicated scene, and of course, it's very to... complicated. That's why I'm trying to figure out how to choose my words for it. Mm, yeah, and it's hard to condense it down in the segment that we have for insecure. But what I will say is that there are a lot of truths and parallels to what real life is about and what people deal with with race. Of course, people who are not black deal with racism. Clearly, everybody knows that. But the thing I didn't like about her brother is that you should not question somebody. His brother. Uh, Oh, yeah, his brother, sorry. <clears throat> you should not question somebody about if they feel like it was about race. You cannot tell me how am I supposed to react when something yes. is clearly racist. That is going to send me over the edge because it's like, it's almost the crying wolf syndrome of like, oh, black people are overly sensitive. So it's like Molly was in a lose-lose no, situation. No, shit really, she really was in a lose-lose situation. And I think the guy should have just gave her the key gave the got the towel for her and just left it at that it shouldn't have been mm-hmm. a conversation after that and it's just that's just that you know mm-hmm. but i could tell i don't know if him and andrew are really that close mm-hmm. you know but i also wanted to point out um two things i have two things i want to point them out from mm-hmm. this episode so molly i don't really like you using messy towards Issa. <laughs> like you're judging her like your life isn't also messy it's just 
hold the mirror up, girl. Since you, I mean, hey, hold the mirror up. She was being messy, so I agree with Molly. Mm. Oh my God, Keenan. She was. How? Bitches put more interest and more effort into niggas than lifelong friendships. Issa spent the whole last episode trying to overcompensate with strangers when she don't even put that much energy into her regular relationships. Keenan. Keenan. But if y'all won't do that behind dick, that's y'all. I'll pussy, whatever. I don't think she was overcompensating for strangers. She said she felt good about the event. Mm. And that's why she was in a mood to help people. We just gonna agree to disagree on that one, so. Are you eating? Mm-mm. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> are you eating chips? <laughs> I was eating bacon because this conversation was so good. <laughs> oh my god. I hear I hear you smacking. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. Oh my gosh, this is so just... So keen in. <laughs> Feel free to cut it out. <clears throat> I'm not. I want them to see you in all your glory. I want them to see them. I mean, they're going to hit a smack in anyway. That's true. That's true. So fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like, I'm just, Molly is so judgmental. I just, I, I, I I'm tired of her. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. And then also, I feel like Andrew is the type of guy where he's like a laid back guy. He's kind of not, he's kind of quiet, kind of to himself, but he keeps points. You think he, I was just about to ask you that. Do you think that he keeps points? Do you think he's going to leave her when the season is over? Yeah, she's going to do something to piss him off and he's just going to ghost her. Oh, see that ghosting shit I don't respect. Because also when she was sitting there like talking about how Issa's messy and you know, and she was, and he was like, well, no, Nathan was actually going through something. And then, you know, we kind of, the audience, we can think back of maybe Nathan was trying to tell Issa and talk to her about what was going on and why he did ghost. Um, mm. And Molly stopped that. Mm. I he feel like that. y'all giving it a little bit too much because for me, if that is the person that I'm dealing with, I don't give a fuck what the friends say. As soon as I see your car drive off, I'm going right back to that goddamn house. People put effort and energy into things that they want to. If you told me, hey, Keenan, I don't want you to still talk to this Keenan, nigga, I'm going to be love, like, okay, friend. I love how you're so willing to jump for hoops to make a point to justify <laughs> the things that Miss Molly does. But it's not working. I like a balanced, a balanced viewpoint. That's it. And I appreciate that. But I'm not here for it. That's fine. Team cancel the friendship. <laughs> Team open y'all goddamn eyes. That's what I want to... Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I hate it. Hate it. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think Andrew is going to definitely get tired of the bullshit. Uh, I mean, okay, so we keep painting Andrew as like this perfect guy, but I would I don't to think like, he's perfect. I just think I don't see any critiques of him though. No, I saw a lot of critiques. Mm. The date night, I gave him a critique on that. I was like, you know, I also thought, can we even say it was a little bit shysty for him to be 
talking in a different language and as soon as Molly came in the door he started talking in English that I was the only person who thought I don't think that was shysty I think he probably did that so she wouldn't think she doesn't know Mm -hmm. the language so maybe she didn't so she wouldn't think that he was talking about her and she made that interpret like because she's the type of dummy no I feel like he's multilingual so she knew like my friends that speak multiple languages don't just automatically switch to English because I walk mm-hmm. in a room, they fence the conversation in whatever language they were speaking yeah. in. So I thought that was kind of weird. I don't think that was weird. I think he really probably was trying to be polite because Molly would be the type to not know the language and think that he's talking about her. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. Okay. I'll give you that one, Kiara the Dawn. I'll give you that. Give me that one because I'm tired <laughs> of fighting with you about this. I really am. Because Molly is, she has some serious character flaws that I just can't get with. So does Issa. Okay, but so this is Kelly. not about Issa right now. This is about Molly. She is the focus of this season and her character flaws are here. Okay. Okay, great. Y'all love reveling in that. I just need y'all all to sit down and think about forgiving whoever y'all hate Molly for and then we can move on with our lives that's just all that's how oh, I feel about whatever. that whatever get on with it get a grip <laughs> get a grip quickly win a case <laughs> <laughs> oh man <clears throat> oh, anyway shout out to Phaedra well not yeah. really but yeah, I don't. I don't think she should come back to RH uh, to Real Housewives. But that's another conversation for another day. That is. Anyway, um, yeah. Oh, so, I guess the final part we got to talk about is seeing the man of the hour, Lawrence. Oh wait, no. Before, before yeah. Lawrence, Molly calling her therapist. Oh yeah. So that's why I, I was scene. like, I do have a point. I think they're showing, you know, Molly stopped going to therapy. Things were starting to get better for her when she was going to therapy. Mm -hmm. And then once she stopped, that's when shit just started just, oof. She has some unfinished business with therapy with her not continuing it. Because with therapy, it's something that you can't really stop. It's something that you have to continue. And with her just stopping it like that and not Mm -hmm. continuing that journey and continuing that work on herself, and having someone kind of steer her with that, look at where we are. I mean, I do agree with you because we talked about that last week. It's just when you don't do the work, it's almost like a snowball effect. So, like, she does get a plus one to be like, hey, you know, life has been kind of crazy lately. Like, let me reach out to you, even on vacation, because she could have definitely put that off and been like, oh, I'm on vacation right now. This isn't important. So prioritizing your mental health, no matter where you are, is always kudos. I think Molly is starting with that call. I think she's starting to have some self-reflection moments Mm -hmm. um, about her actions. Mm -hmm. So I do applaud her on that. So hopefully we'll see like a we'll see a, a 180 moment. Okay. Hopefully. hopefully the other hopefully the other characters go to therapy too. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind Issa doing therapy. I think she should. Um mm-hmm. I think she definitely should. Uh but Lawrence. Mm. Mm. That that Chris that that haircut was Chris as hell. That haircut was nice. I wanted to eat a grilled cheese and just stare in his face when he popped up on the screen. Really? Mm-hmm. He looked really good to say that he was gone for them couple episodes. I miss he seeing his great. face. And he directed this episode too, by the way. 
which is dope as hell like to shoot out of the country for the first time of like the show history for him to do it and then I he had his dope. mom as like the flight uh person at the airport. yeah yeah i think was it was cool. dope i really think he did i think the episode itself wasn't like it was a good ep- like it, honestly it was a good episode it was just I just didn't feel like seeing Molly this long of a time and Loved all the it. foolishness. I just give me more. <laughs> oh God! It, of course you feel that way. Give but me. I just, I just wow. We, I, I knew that was Issa. He was on the phone with. Hmm. You know, it would have kind of been messy if it was Tasha. Just to bring it back to season. One. I love Tasha. <laughs> I wish she, she would have been. She wanted a good man. Okay. She just wanted a good man, and he really played with her. He did, but that's regular niggas for you, especially that's, LA that's niggas. That's regular juggler niggas, and that's just what it is. <laughs> so hey, hey, next topic. But um, I see on the next episode, Lawrence and Issa will be meeting up for drinks. So let's see how that Ooh, goes. Yes, I want them to have a sex scene next week. I'm putting that in the air. I'm putting it in the air, but poor Nathan. Well, not how is Nathan, I was just about to say that. How is Nathan gonna fit in this picture now? Because oh wow. Damn. Nathan looked like he got better dick than Lawrence, but that's me, you know. That he got that's... demon. <laughs> demon. Let's do a Twitter poll. Who has the best dick? Daniel, Lawrence, or Nathan? Hmm. <laughs> How will we know, Keenan? <laughs> I just want to know what other people think. What I want to think. Um I'm gonna put money on Daniel, Daniel. having the best dick. <laughs> Daniel. Why are we like this? Why are we like this? I don't know why we're like it, but I love it. I love it too. Team Daniel. Mm. Team Daniel. Well, Team Daniel for that. Everything mm-hmm. else. No. Uh, but yeah, that wraps up Insecure. Woo! Woo! Episode 7. Episode 7. We, we got three, three more. more to go. Mm-hmm. Three more. Okay. So yeah. Moving on to our next topic. Great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Music time. What's that supposed to be like Wayne's World? Yeah. (laughs) Damn, you always catch my little weird ass references. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Wayne's World. Keep Wayne's World. (laughs) Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. We're annoying. Okay. So annoying. <clears throat> Anyways, moving on to music. Music. Music make you lose control. Music makes Let's you... go. Let's go now. Here we go now. Here we go. Girl, I'm about to do jumping jacks and shit in the studio. <laughs> what studio? What is the studio you speak of? <laughs> the one I'm manifesting, okay? Okay, well, you know what? Let's let's refer to the studio. Cause one day we'll be in one. How okay. about that? Okay. How about that? Okay. okay. Anyway, not on this, what we're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> Which this is, is okay. Sierra the Dawn and Keenan Wayne production. So this is our own studio, okay? This is our own studio. Uh, so yeah, uh, with music, any anything that jumped out to you this week? Let's see. So music has had a lot go on this week. One thing that wasn't released this week that I have been bumping a lot is... Of course, Frank Ocean's Lonnie Bro, Lonnie Bro collection. Let me get that right. Ooh, okay. I have been playing that all this week. I don't know what has been going on with me. I was like that a couple, uh, I think two months ago. I really, 
I, I went on SoundCloud and I was like, I haven't listened to Lonnie Bro in like maybe like years. Yes. I was like, let me get into it. And then um, I did a Nostalgia Ultra. I hadn't listened to that like in a couple of years, like two years or so. Mm-hmm. And so I got into that too. So I was like, okay, like I'm on my Frank Ocean tip. But I listened to Blonde today, like full Ooh. all the way through. How did that make you feel? What song you was listening to? Everything. I listened to the whole album, like straight through. Damn. Okay, I love that. Um, so that wasn't this week. I just wanted to say what I was listening to. But one of the big musical releases that I want to talk about with you is, of course, our favorite person to talk about, Tiana Taylor. What did you think? Love it. I really like the bear with me. I love the video. I love the styling. Anytime somebody black wears like the color <laughs> yellow, it just... It's beautiful. It gives me so much optimism. I just... I just want to talk about how in the video, the girl to be left mm-hmm. of her looks like Michael Jackson. Yo, it was four dancers in chairs, right? Yes, the girl okay, to right. the left. If anybody is like, go stop the podcast, go to the video mm-hmm. and look to the girl on the left. She, she looks like Michael red, Jackson. Right? I don't remember which color she was wearing, but okay. she looks like Michael, and I kept falling out the whole time because I'm like, I don't know if Tiana purposely made her look like Michael, <laughs> but that shit was funny. You gotta bear and, with me. I just, I, I love like the the way that R and B is like shape shifting right now. Like it's getting back to people actually singing. And no, disrespect, no disrespect to anybody who doesn't and that's your former R&B but uh, we were having a big Twitter debate I don't know if you like chimed in on it it's just like what artists are you listening to that's actually like really singing and I had to really sit down and think about that well the problem with R&B is a, back in the day a lot of R&B was church based mm-hmm. like a lot of the foundation was church and a lot of the singers today, they don't, they're not coming up in church and singing anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just kind of like, it's easy. You could just find a beat on YouTube or you can find somebody who do beats and learn how to sing on it. Mm-hmm. It's easy. Like, you don't have to, the dramatics and everything. Like, no one cares about that anymore. I completely you know, agree with you. They just want to tweet and shit. <laughs> they just want to, they just like the sound or they mm-hmm. like, you to talk about things it's just i think the problem with r&b is writing mm-hmm. where it's so where we we have to find uh how do i say it writing to relate to the culture mm-hmm. because i do i i really do want to hear music about love and i want to hear about because that's what a lot of r&b elements are yeah it's love and i feel like that's what is missing Mm -hmm. um you know a good ballad we don't get those anymore too much so it's things that are missing but i think we're slowly getting it back i think so too because like when they had that big music shake up back in the day a lot of r&b executives lost their jobs and such and whenever all the labels started like forming together and i'm not definitely not trying to overstep but i do think that r&b isn't a lot of the same budgets that maybe pop X or rock X. And so I would love to see like their passion because we need people who look like us in those positions. Because what people don't know is the the reason why R&B switched and the reason why 
a lot of R&B singers from the 2000s kind of fell to the wayside. Like you just mentioned, a lot of labels ended up joining together mm-hmm. or folding that supported their R&B acts or there were a lot of executives that were uh, let go of or they mm-hmm. were, you know, displaced mm-hmm. that were rooting for those R&B artists. So that's why we don't see a lot of them anymore. Um, if you if you guys watch Unsung, you can watch Avon's Unsung and he talks about that with Atlantic. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's why we had a lot of where we had that switch or we had that kind of like a a desert of R&B. Because mm-hmm. the labels were joining and with the labels joining and having new teams and mm-hmm. new everything, you know, the interest in R&B, they didn't really know what to do with it, mm-hmm. with the sound. They didn't know. So if anyone kind of always wondered what happened behind, like kind of behind the scenes, it was definitely to do with labels joining and joint ventures with labels and mm-hmm. a switch up that affected a lot of careers and that totally breaks my heart so like to see all these versus battles going on and to see like the excitement that people have within that and i'm not saying there aren't acts out there that still invoke that same joy i completely agree with you both of us have done our research on this and so that's why it's imperative for like an artist that you like or maybe you're getting to know like when touring is a thing again when you can buy a merch you know support go those and artists. do it support do go it. to tours do it i never feel guilty about spending money on tour merch because i know that these that we're essentially playing for a service these people you go to your job and you get paid for it and that's why i always get pissed when people be like oh i you know i don't really care to go tour i don't and i'm like but you want these people to continue making a living right just like you do so you know let me get off my little soapbox but definitely like you said support your local artists if we also want to, you know, touch on it, I know a lot of people were upset with Gabrielle Union mm-hmm. when she talked about a lot of celebrities. Um, you know, they are also going through it with the mm-hmm. pandemic because people think celebrity, they think, oh, you're rich. Which is you not know, true. <laughs> that's not true. A lot of them are living paycheck to paycheck, meaning show to show. Okay. And they also have teams that they have to support financially as well. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them, people think, oh, well, they have a lot of streams on their music. They don't get a lot of money off streams. They Mm -hmm. get more so than a lot of their money from touring and merch Mm -hmm. and things like that. So if the touring stops, that means the checks stop. Mm. It's So, so crazy you say that because I was on Twitter and we were talking about that. And why do we have to twist your hand to support creatives? Like, why... I don't get that. Everybody wants the art, but nobody wants to pay for it. Exactly. I mean, hey, and I'm not just talking about celebrity creatives. I'm talking about just in general. Creative, yeah. You know? So we're creatives, friend, you know? Yeah. Like if your friend is a creative person, mm-hmm. support them all the way. I, if your friend is selling a product, do not ask for a discount. Don't try to hook up nobody. Like mm-hmm. if they say that that's their price. It's for a pay it. I want to pay double pay just because I really you're putting money into your, these respective communities and everybody has a dream. And especially for somebody to go on a limb to do their own thing, whether it's art, fashion, whatever, whatever sphere of creative or entrepreneurship that is for you. Why do we have to put your back against the wall to support that? So that's all my little two thoughts on that. But yeah, we, we went on a bit of a tangent, but it was more so like. It was connected. <laughs> it's connected, I promise you. But R&B, definitely support your R&B artists because mm-hmm. they are the kind of the bottom of the barrel in getting that support mm-hmm. financially. A lot of them live show to show, mm. you know? 
So shout out to R&B artists. You know, I think you guys are definitely coming back. You know, um, I think R&B is on a surgence right now. And it's beautiful Absolutely. to see. It's not the big voices that we have we've mm-hmm. had in the past. But I think we'll eventually get there. We have Chloe and Holly. We have her is a really good voice. We have we have good voices. Jason Sullivan, Tiana Taylor is mm-hmm. an awesome voice. You know, so we have good voice. Ari Lennox is a great voice. Mm-hmm. We have good voices out there. Um, you know, they're coming. Can so we talk we about her for a little bit? Because I wanted to touch on that this week too. Who? Um, her, she just released uh I don't know if it was just oh, recently. Her, like, her. I'm her. Like, her, her. <laughs> yes. Sorry, she uh one of my friends sent me a song off that new show on NBC Songland, and her okay. wrote it. It's called Wrong Places. Have you heard it yet? No, I haven't. It is a beautiful, beautiful song. Like, I was, my friend sent this to me, and I was in the middle of like deep conditioning my hair. And kid you not, like, Ooh, a love tear, re- like, a, a tear rolled down my eye. Like, it was so beautiful. Oh my God. It is a beautiful song. That. Her, I, I saw her. That. Have you seen her live before? No, I haven't. I, oh, because you would, you saw her when she opened for Bryson Tiller, correct? Yes, yes. Okay, no, I didn't go, I didn't go to that with you. Her is a powerhouse. I wish you were there with me. Like, I went with Keith. I wish I was there. I, was, it was, I still wish I was there. Her, she plays so many instruments and just like the, I, a lot of people be like, I go up for her and it's just, we think about focus or two or rather be whatever. It's just her, she's just, her iconic. is one of the ones. She's going to be a legend. I'm going to put that out there. Mm-hmm. She plays multiple instruments. Mm-hmm. And she um, rebranded herself. And she rebranded herself, Miss Gabby. I like it. <laughs> Gabby Wilson. She, honestly, whoever is on her marketing team, shout out to you. Uh, because that was one of the smartest things I've ever seen in music. Um, mm-hmm. As far as branding was her basically like, I'm going to just not have myself out here. I'm just going to put my music out and let it speak for itself. And, and she's only did. 22. That's crazy. She's only 22 and extremely talented. And a lot of greats respect her now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so shout out to her. Like, H-E-R, her, Miss Gabby, whatever. Shout out to her. Yes. She's we need to put that on the beanie. Talented. Shout out. <laughs> shout out. Hashtag shout out. We don't mean we really say that in real life. We always say shout out because we like we shout out to everybody. Like support. Like yes. come on, shout yes. out. Hashtag shout out. Okay. So we also got to talk about the white queens for a sec. Yes, let's talk about. And we usually <laughs> don't talk about the ca- the Caucasian girls. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got to talk about these too because I mean, hey, it's it's Gaga and it's Ari. So love it. I, you I, love it. I go up for it. Yes, and I'm gonna tell you why. Tell me why. I'm always in a scene when music come on. So, guys, so I was doing a job because I was like, I'm tired of being trapped in this house. And I was like, when Chromatic dropped, it dropped at midnight and so did the Tayana Taylor song. So I said, I'm going to wait a second and I'm going to listen to it when I could go for a run. So, girl, I finally put it on spin and I'm going for my little run. And I was like, this is party, drugged out music and I live for it. That's, that was honestly one of the first things I thought of. Maybe because I was sober when I first listened to it. I was mm-hmm. just like, girl. But then I put myself <laughs> in the scene and I'm like, okay, think here. You're in the bar. Mm-hmm. You're like four tequila shots in. <laughs> which is a great thing for me. Mm-hmm. It, or it could be really bad. Um, And you're just having the time of your life. 
to it to this song and i really want to have that experience with this song coming on with me in the bar and i'm drunk and shit face i need it can we just go out to west hollywood or like gay bourbon and just literally dance to this in the street yes i love west hollywood <laughs> and gay bourbon <laughs> somebody said this is the gay anthem for 2020 and i so far the girls I was I was really happy to see this because those are two of my faves. You know, I go up for Gaga. I go I up for I feel like Ariana. the song is kind of missing something, though. I don't know what it is. Mm. Is there I an artist it, you would like to hear on it, per se? I don't know what it is, but I feel like it's missing something for me. Mm. And I'm kind of like, I really want to go like super up for it. But I think I just need that experience of being in the club, which I don't even know when the next time I'm going to be able to do that Mm -hmm. so I mean it may be a year and a half a year from now like I don't know what's the next time I'm being somebody's bar Mm. but I need to hear that song in the bar to really get the full effect you know who I would like to hear on it who it's Britney bitch (gasps) (gasps) you really think Britney I think Britney would be great on that song I don't know how they would they would have to do a new verse but I think Britney would low key make that even more iconic Britney or Christina. Britney, Christina, or Katie. No. No, Christina. I think I think Christina could make it work. She could, but like I just she might overpower them mm. vocally. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just I, I don't know. I need an early I don't know 2000s I pop remix. princess on there. That's what I need. We need Britney then. Miss Britney Jean Britney from bitch. Kentwood, Louisiana. <laughs> we need you. I love her. Free Britney. I love her too. I love her. Love her. I love her. But um, yeah, like the song. And also the song is written by um a black girl. Black girl wrote it. Oh. And she also wrote Bear With Me too. So this girl had two song two big songs come out oh. in one week. Oh shit. Let me look up who wrote that. I had no idea it was a black girl. Steve Black. Um, her black name history. is Nyjah. Let me see, because I follow her, because I really, I'm totally inspired by her. When you said Kenwood, um, Louisiana, I thought about Jamie Lynn Spears. I wonder how she doing. Yeah, her name is Nyjah. Oh, Nyjah? Okay. Yeah, she's written for Beyonce, too. She wrote on The Gift. Oh, girl, we need to be um, friends, then. You got hits on hits. Okay. Hey. She wrote on Sugar. Mm. So she, Miss Mamas, is working, okay? She's working, and she wrote on Over It, too. She wrote Come Through Potential Tonight and Like It. That's not the girl that was on YouTube talking about, like, how she was still in college writing songs for people, right? I'm not sure. It might be. Okay, because I remember they had, like, a docuseries about um, some woman that had been... She was a regular college student, but she was, like, a not ghostwriter, per se, but she worked on a lot of projects. If that's her, if you found a video, please send it to me. But I think that might be her. Okay. Uh, but her name is Nyjah. Okay. Her name is Nyjah. Uh, Nyjah Charles. Mm-hmm. She's 22 years old, and she just had two two of the biggest songs come out in one week. Damn, you know it's gonna get spins. Nyjah Charles, yeah, she she got spins. Okay. She look those royalty te- those royalty checks. Shout out to her. Shout yeah, because she her. was enrolled in the Clive Davis School of Music in, at NYU. Hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she got it. Damn. She got it. Like I, I feel like what we need to like. I, I love that. Oh, bitch! She wrote on "Don't Take It Personal" by Lyrica. Y'all know I go up for Lyrica, and that is one of my favorites. Naja, girl, I'm gonna get into your catalog after we done filming this. 
Cause um, yes, we gonna get. I'm going to get more into her too because yes. I mean I follow her on like Twitter and Instagram, and I like I'm always seeing her posts about the things that she's like one of her, her songs that are about to drop, and I'm like this girl really is writing on girl. Big she wrote on Summer Walker. She wrote on Potential tonight yeah, I just, and come through yeah what? i just said that yeah no i'm just i'm just trying to re- revelish that in my head like you you like you wrapping your head around how this <laughs> one girl has her hand on the culture and nobody really knows love it and that's the crazy thing love it. so if we could use this part like i really want people to know behind the scenes who's writing on the pen mm-hmm. who's producing like they got some people out here that a lot of people it's not it's not ringing quite yet, mm-hmm. but it will. She's one of the ones that's coming up. So Nija Charles, everybody, okay. she's been writing behind the scenes for the girls on some big projects. She, I think, one of her first big projects was Invasion of Privacy. Damn. Um, for the song Cardi with Cardi B and Kalani. So. Nasha Charles is really her pen game is crazy. So the the last two songs that we talked about, it was a black girl who wrote mm-hmm. them. Damn, that's why it's always great to know. Just because other people don't know your name, the bank do. Okay, the bank do. <laughs> I know the check knows her. We name. gonna know it soon. Okay. We gonna know it soon. But, we know um, it, but the rest of our listeners gonna know it too. So I also just to kind of change the subject a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, but shout out to shout out to Nasha Charles one more time because. What you're doing is awesome. Yes. You know, He's other driving. black girls are seeing it. I just want to let you know you are definitely an inspiration to me um, and a lot of other girls. Same. So just keep doing that pin. That pin is that pin is serious. Okay. Same goals. Um, okay, Naja, goals. But I just, wow, this week has like, the last week has really been good. Like, just, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of this one thing. Okay. What happened, girl? Mariah, Mimi, Carrie. Oh, my God. Touch my body, Mariah. We always belong. touch my body, oh, Mariah. Okay, okay. <laughs> she released glitter on all streaming the glitter soundtrack. Glitter on all streaming platforms. <laughs> okay. And what's crazy is, and if you guys follow me on Twitter, the night before she did it, I tweeted. I was like, "Glitter is on title. I need to get a subscription." Like I've been, cause I the way I listen to the glitter soundtrack is I go on YouTube and listen to mm-hmm. it. And I just really want to just play it in my car and just run it and enjoy myself while I'm driving and listen to Glitter. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I love, like, I know Glitter is one of those movies where it's so bad, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And it really, like, Mariah, I think Mariah is probably ashamed of it because it got such a, a backlash back in the mm-hmm. day. Um, But I really love that movie. I watched that movie a lot. <laughs> it's on youtube you guys if you want to watch glitter like i love that movie and the soundtrack is beautiful can i tell you a secret what i've never seen glitter <laughs> oh my god we have to change that we have to change we that. will change that after this call i'm embarrassed if you to like say it, if but... you if you like honey mm-hmm. if you like like if you like the movie honey or you like carmen the hip-hopper like mm-hmm. it, it's like that like if you my cult followers like of those movies that who love that like you're gonna love glitter okay like glitter is everything to me like i mariah thank you like as soon it was on my spirit glitter was on my spirit and then you were like because justice for glitter i always tweet about justice for glitter and for you to do that like i am really like i'm really getting <laughs> emotional like i love that i love 
Mariah Carey for this. Like, thank you so much. Like, I didn't mean to turn you on. It's just a a box. You better stand for it. You better number one I'm glitter stand. <laughs> number one glitter stand. Number one love drought stand. <laughs> and that's on period. Okay. I don't care. When I I just I love love the fact that that dropped this week like that was like my highlight of this week and i had a really good week Mm -hmm. but glitter dropping on all streaming services just beautiful i'm gonna have to give it a spin and then report back next week with my thoughts on glitter okay i got you i got you Um, anything else did anything else happen in music Hmm. not that i can really recall I don't know. I mean, we talked about what we. I let's see anything else. No, music was kind of yeah. Week. It wasn't like very because the what like two weeks ago was very hectic. This week wasn't as hectic hectic, but it's going to get hectic soon. Yeah, because they have a lot of drops coming. Um, so you know. Music was music, but I just had to do that that glitter appreciation mm. right quick. Like once again, shout out to Mariah. I love that. And if any of our listeners have been listening to a project and you like, oh my God, I would love for Keenan and Kiara to talk about it. Feel free to email us, tweet us, DM us, whatever you want to get in contact with us. Whatever you want to do. I will say shout out to um Tay Money. Tay Money. Do you listen to Tate Money? I do not. Yet. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Tate Money. Okay, so I'm like, I was in the car with my friends two days ago, and there was this song, and it was called Fresh Princess, and I was like, what is this? Mm -hmm. Like, she is giving it to me, and she's a white girl. Mm -hmm. She's a Caucasian. Maybe that's why it flew over me, but continue. It probably flew over <laughs> you. And I didn't I didn't know she was a Caucasian. Okay. And I was just like, okay. I, I'm I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I'm like, okay. So I went to her. Her she has a tape out. It's called Hurricane Tape. Mm-hmm. And I was playing it. I was like, bitch, this is get ready music. Like if you getting ready to be a bad bitch before you go out for the night, mm-hmm. Hurricane Tay by Tay Money. Is it giving it's like it. whoa, Vicky, or is giving me like no? Okay. It's giving okay. you like <laughs> it's giving you like city girls, mulatto. Oh, I need that then. Let me get on Miss Take Money. And, it, and I was like, and you know, I went and reviewed the music to make sure the N word wasn't used. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just to be, just to be clear, and I'm sorry if anything comes out about her, mm-hmm. I I will retract everything I said. However, as for right now. I'm bumping Miss Tay Money. Because I have seen her like on my timeline, but I didn't want to like lie and be like, oh yeah, girl, I know who that is. But um she popped up in my SoundCloud one time and I, I listened to it in my car. I was like, okay. And I kind of moved on. Cause you know, SoundCloud, you'll play the song that you were really playing, and then something random plays next. Oh, okay. That's okay. what happened with her at one time. And I was like, okay. But then when my friends played that song, I was like, what wait, wait, what's this? Cause I know she have a, a song with Queen Key. Like, and I think Queen Key from yes. Chicago, right? Yeah, okay. she has a song with Queen Key, and she has a song with the baby too. Damn, and, it's, and it actually kind of run, but her song "Ride Around mm-hmm. and Bussin'," "Ride Around and Bussin'" by Tay Money. 
Yes. Okay, let me add that to my next uh, playlist. Miss Tay Money. And also, another thing, we actually do have a couple things we could. I, I, it's one more thing I want to touch yeah, on. Yeah, let's go. Miss Kiki Palmer. What Miss Kiki Palmer? Oh, she released a new song, right? Sticky. That was a cute bop. I saw the video that was on my timeline. The video is cute, and the song is really cute. You know, I'm happy. One thing that I respect about Kiki Palmer is that she doesn't let people box her in, and she always creates a new lane for herself, because when she started that talk show, um, like, filling in for the different co-hosts and stuff, people were like, oh, you know, we only see her in an acting light, da 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 And Kiki was like, no, I could do everything. I could be a talk show host, I could be a musician, you know, songwriter, the list goes on I'm and actress. on and on. Actress. I'm a host. Like, Kiki. I like it. Her name should be Kiki the Bag. Get the Bag Palmer. Mm-hmm. Kiki. She gets the bag. Multiple bags. And she's so relatable. Kiki feel like that cousin where it's like you could talk to her about anything. Like, sometimes I'd be forgetting that she's famous because she's so transparent with the things that she feels and says. And sometimes, you know, a lot of artists don't do that. So I really respect her. When she was in those Ryan Murphy shows, I was just like, finally, people are like really giving my girl her roses because Kiki has been in the industry for a very long time. She really has. She has def- She's definitely taken from being a child star and turning it mm-hmm. into, like, I just love her. She's herself. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to see more of Kiki. I, I really, I love the song Sticky. Like, I really like it. Um, I like when she's dressed in the, the white. Dope too. Mm. And then when she switches to the, the red. red. <laughs> the red. I mean, and you know my favorite color is red. And mm. the red. Like, I loved it. I think she's dope. Like, I think Kiki is dope. I really, I'm rooting for Kiki all the way through. Me too. Miss Kiki, get the bag, Palmer. Love Period. it. Love it. She looks love gorgeous. Uh, love it. Stream Sticky. Stream Sticky by Kiki Palma featuring Koi Leray. Please. But yes, I think that's all I really have on music because I was like, there's more I can talk about because I know I was really listening to stuff this week. Mm-hmm. So that's my two things. I was, I mean, I listened to the Glitter soundtrack, of course, but I also was listening to Tay Money. And I listened to Sticky this weekend. So that was my two things I was getting into. And one last thing before we wrap up the music segment. There was one song that my friend sent me that I forgot to mention was Trey Songs featuring Summer Walker. Did you listen to that? Oh, yes. Back Home? Yes. I actually really enjoyed that. I like that song. I'm, I am I used to be a Trey Songs fan growing up. and to- You were. <laughs> You know, I saw him in concert. That was the first concert I've ever been to. And, like, I still bump Trey songs. You know, You Ain't Shit is one of my favorite Trey Song songs. But it was good to see him, like, get back into his music bag because it's been a little quiet, at least for me, to a Trey Song's record that I've really connected to. So to see him yeah, wake up has been. with Summer, I was like, hey, I like that. And it's a dope song. Like, I really like it. Um, I put it on my playlist, the last one. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I put it on my last playlist. So I really, I really like that song with Summer Walker. And Summer Walker has really been dropping on some tracks lately. I think she has a new song that's supposed to be coming out with Party Next Door, allegedly. Oh, okay. Allegedly. Did not know that. Wait, what's the name of your playlist again for everybody that just started listening to us? Fierce Fridays. And what's the name of your playlist series? The Wayne Project. We have a whole playlist from okay. last week called Closure. Go and get that. Yes, it does. And it has a if you. 
really listen to the playlist and you look at it, it has a story with it. So mm-hmm. get into it, you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a tr- strategic the way Keenan plays that playlist. Um, yeah, so we do. We both have once again. We both have playlist series that you guys can get into. Um, I will have a new one dropping in June, so look out for that. Yeah. Um, but really like the song with Summer Walker and Trey song. So shout out to both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, I that's think that wraps up music for us. Yeah, <laughs> wraps up music. I think it does. I think we're in our final segment, friend. Uh. <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah, so you guys, we're moving on to our next segment. Um. So you know, we always leave the last segment to talk about you know different things, different topics that relate to like young adult life and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, the last two weeks were kind of heavy, mm-hmm. a little heavy. They really were. So I was like, let's keep it, let's keep it cute and flirty and fun. So I want to talk about shooting your shot? Is it a miss? Did you make it? <laughs> Is it a slam dunk? Or girl, try again. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny because uh, me and Kiara, we talk about different topics that we want to discuss during the week. And one thing that a lot of people have reached out to us and including something we talked about is how is there a process of shooting your shot? How, what does that look like? And the first thing that I want to talk about is when you're shooting your shot, you should always take a deep breath and relax the person that you like the person that you are obsessing about or whatever is a normal person just like you and they're probably equally as terrified to talk to you as you are talking to them interesting okay because i i am not good at shooting my shot i really am not i'm just kind of like you should just know that I like you. And that's just that. <laughs> but it doesn't, that's not the real world. That's just not how shit works. So mm. usually for me, when I'm in the like the bar or the club and I see somebody I think that's cute, mm-hmm. I'm kind of lit already. I don't have a problem going up to the guy and be like, hey, I think you're cute. Mm-hmm. Um, here's my number. I've done that multiple times. Mm-hmm. Do I actually call them? No. Do I, do I look for them and text me? <laughs> No, I don't. But it's fun to do. Like, Mm -hmm. my friends, I know, like, this is what girls do, okay? And I don't know if other girls do this, but we do this. We'll send a shot to each other first Mm. and make sure that it's fun. Like, my friends are very funny. We all have great sense of humors. Mm -hmm. So, the shots usually be funny as hell Mm -hmm. when they're being shot. So... (laughs) I mean, I that well, they usually do it. I'm not like I, ain't, I don't really partake in it. But mm-hmm. it's funny mm-hmm. in the group message when we like proofread this shot that I'm about to send to this dude, and mm-hmm. let me know what y'all think. And we'll like we'll break it down and be like, okay, don't say this, say this. And that really, <laughs> it happens. It's true. It's true. You're definitely right about that. You're absolutely right. Flirting is all about confidence. I know for me, whenever I'm approaching a guy. Or vice versa. I want that person to number one be well groomed. I'm not saying you gotta look like fresh out the barber chair or salon chair, whatever. I just think that confidence usually exudes in how that person's outward appearance looks. So if you're not maintaining your like upkeeping, I'm gonna be less inclined to talk to you. The most attractive thing that a guy can do whenever they come up to me or vice versa is to smile, like have an open body language and make it seem like you want to engage in something with me, whether that's 
platonic, sexually, whatever, confidence always goes a long way with me, whether than just you sitting in a corner, not giving me any attention. Cause I'm like, well, nigga, I'm like the best you about to meet. So I need you to come over here with that energy or yes. I'll go and get it. Okay. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm like, why do I have to do it? Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm that bitch. Like you should know that I'm that bitch. Like why you not why you not getting it? But the thing is, and I hate to bring astrology into it. Let's go. But like with Scorpios, we're like very intense mm-hmm. and we're kind of like telepathic beings, meaning like you should just read my energy and see that this is what like come on, like mm. come on. But you gotta understand, like that's in our mind. To other people, it's like I don't know that you like you, you're not saying anything. You're not doing anything. Like I, you shouldn't. I, I don't know. I can't read your mind. But we, mm-hmm. like, you need to read my body language in my mind and tell that I really like you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or I, you know, I'm interested in you. So, um, I don't know. For me, shooting a shot is like it's something I'm still working on. Like mm-hmm. it's a, it's a progress. Like, but I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. And that's why I push y'all so hard because you're right. That's one thing I love about Scorpios, astrology aside, is that the mysterious element. Because granted, if a if a person is very quote unquote thirsty and you see them going from person to person to person trying to get their number, of course you might not be into that unless that's your kink. And if that is, by all means do you. For me, I kind of want to feel a little bit special. And one thing I think that holds all of us back, and myself included, is feeling like if I don't, if that shot misses, can I deal with the quote-unquote embarrassment of that? And when you yes. a shot, you got to realize all shots will not make it. And sometimes it's a blessing that that shot didn't make. You might have avoided the worst person. You could have avoided the worst person, but I think with shooting a shot is such like a... That's why I'm happy the first thing you said was relax. Mm-hmm. Like a deep breath and relax because I think we the first thing we go in the minds in our minds is the fear of rejection Mm -hmm. you know what is it that they don't like about me like i'm putting myself out there and Mm -hmm. like i don't want to get shot down like that's going to do something to me but you have to like you got to have a confidence and i like for me i'm getting there Mm -hmm. you know i'm trying a lot of new stuff this year Mm -hmm. I, i have been trying new stuff so but I just I really thought this this topic would be really good to do because a lot of people there's people who you know they have no problem with shooting their shot. Mm-hmm. Some people don't that they really don't have a problem doing it and they, they probably need to look into <laughs> slowing their role. However, mm-hmm. you know there's people like me who is kind of like it's not really something mm-hmm. I like to do unless and I, I'm the person and I'm just this is me mm-hmm. unless I have a little you know drunk you know <laughs> <laughs> drunk me mm-hmm. and sober me is two different people so same <laughs> Unfortunately, drunk me same. is very outgoing I'm ready to go we mm-hmm. here and then sober me is kind of like <laughs> <laughs> well there are ways that you could pump yourself up before you go on these like let's say let's say your your friends invite you out and they're like hey we're gonna go meet some niggas tonight one thing that i like to do i like to play really sexy music so i might put on chris brown i might put on seven streeter i like getting dressed with that or maybe freaking sexy dressed by music. beyonce sexy so music sexy yeah. music to help you go to the club and shoot yes. your shots I get into character because to me it's almost you get into character. Do you yes. have a whole name? <laughs> my whole name is Cakes. That's when I'm about to be a real whore. My auntie gave Mine me that stripper name. 
Hey, Alex. Oh, you mean when I meet niggas? Oh, yeah, my oh. Alexis. Let me see. What my name when I meet niggas? What was it back in the day? But this is for when I'm out of city. Like this is when I'm out of state. Oh, okay. I go by Marcus. And I go when I'm out. out of state. Like I'm Alexis because I can't. I can't pull that shit in Louisiana. But I'm, I'm Marcus when I go out, and I don't. Want you look like a. You kind of look like you could cool for that. So I don't think I could pull for Alexis, but I try it. <laughs> I can see you as a Danielle. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought I about Danielle from Top Model. Model. That's why. You thought about Danielle from Top Model? Okay. Mm-hmm. I love her, by the way. Shout out to Danny. Love her. Love mm-hmm. her. My one of my favorites. But, <laughs> back to the flirting thing. Yes, I get in the character, and like you said, I come up with the name. But don't take yourself so goddamn seriously. There are gonna be so many great people you will meet, and sometimes the person standing in your way is you. Yeah. And it it's always goes back to that. If you're having trouble in your love life, and if you line up all your exes, they might have something in common with each other. And the common denominator is you. So Ooh. you need to figure out what toxic behaviors you're putting out and what energy people are receiving from you. Because some people I talk to, like friends, they'd be like, you know, I always meet somebody that just wants right now. They don't want anything serious. Where are you meeting these people? And what are, what conversations are you having with them? You should always, always, always keep it casual. And I try to find out as much information about that person as possible to determine if they are a match for me. You shouldn't be knowing something about a nigga six months later when you could have ironed that out the first couple Because we don't have, we, we we really don't have time to waste time. <laughs> you really don't. You I, really I want to get to know, like, for me, I'm like, if you want to get to know me, let me know. Because I know I'm, I know I can be a little bit reserved, but I'm like, if mm-hmm. you want to get to know me, and I'm like, I'm, I'm cool with that. Because I want to get to know you too. So let's have a conversation about plans, goals, whatever, whatever. Let's figure this out now. Let's talk about it. Cause I'm not trying to get to know you, know you. Like I want to get to know you, your basic things, and not it be months down the line. And I don't even know what your favorite color is. But a lot of people are tired of the whole. Mm. What's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? Like people tired of that. I mean, I asked him that so I could hack hack into his bank account because that's usually a security question. (laughs) (sighs) I'm playing. I'm playing. But one thing I want. Hello, hello, Chase. Hello, Chase. I would like to report fraud. <laughs> Hello, Wells Fargo. I would like to report your That's, Wells Fargo. That's Wells Fargo. <laughs> no, no. But seriously, though, what what is it about a person that attracts you to them? What are some key body language that they do or present where you're like, hey, I want to shoot my shot to them? Do you know that? Oh my gosh! I don't know. I read off energy. I just be like, mm. some about you that really could go with me. So I want to get to know. Like that's how I am. Like that's how I roll. Or, I like when a guy is reading a book that turns me really the fuck on. Yes, same. I'm not gonna lie. Well, I don't know. I like strike. Always striking up conversation with people is pretty fun. I think we talked about that in maybe one of the earlier episodes. Is I hate small talk. Being open with that. No, make it fun. Make it equipped to you because there's clearly not a strategic plan with shooting your shot. But if a guy's reading a book, I might be like, hey, like, what is that book about? I struck up conversation. And honestly, that happened with us before. You remember our first time in LA, we were walking down the street and we just saw a club line and we asked the person, like, hey, 
where is this at? What if we never would have struck up a conversation with that person? We wouldn't have them as a friend that we have now. You never know right. what a stranger could be. And that was a great that's night. That's what I'm getting to. We yeah. got into an underground club. It was dope. <laughs> I was drunk and shit. It was underground great. club. We was twerking. Shout out to my cousin Chantrell. We was having a fucking blast. We still friends to this day. Yeah, she's so. the girl that pulled us to the line. We asked her what we asked her what the line was for because it was just a garage. And she mm-hmm. was like, hey cousin. And I was like, I don't know you, but hey cousin. <laughs> and she just pulled me in line. And the energy was right. And the energy was right though, because I could right. I could feel that. And we were in the mm-hmm. line for an underground club and didn't know it. And we got in the club. She she got us in, and it was it was a fun ass night. We just walked outside of our hotel. And yeah, where it was. So that's the type of shit that happens to us. So which brings me to my next point: shooting your shot does not always have to be sexual. You can make great friends shooting a friendship shot in public settings. I agree. Okay, because it's hard to make friends. So mm-hmm. if you put your, yourself out there, maybe you might run across somebody. Because I know who is that? Khadijah, mm-hmm. our friend. She she just she just shot the friendship shot at work. Mm-hmm. Well, I was at work. Well, anyway, she was just like, "Can I come hang out with you?" I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Okay." Oh, Wiggy, I love Wiggy so Shout much. Shout out to Wig. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> And if I would have never I been mean, like, nah, I'm good, like, I wouldn't. You would have missed out on a great. I would have missed out on a great friendship because she's a great friend. So shout out to Wig, you know. Yes. So take those friendship shots sometimes. Of course, read their energy, kind of fill them out, mm-hmm. but take it. So this is not just pertaining to like a romantic thing. This is also pertaining to something with friends too, you know, or shooting that shot for a business, like. You know, and you see someone that that could possibly be a, a good network connection or yes, absolutely. something like that. Shoot that shot, like eat, DM that person that you see that's in the field that you you want to work in. DM that person. And, and what's hey. crazy, I completely agree with you because I went to this like they call them B groups because I was really working on like my spirituality. And one of the conversations we had in the B group is that you see so so many people on the regular that you never speak to, such as like the same girl that's always getting coffee at the same time as you, the same girl that's always working out at the gym with you, or there's people that you see on a regular that you don't even talk to. And I actually practiced that in my regular life because I was like, you know what? I see these people all the time. Let me get to know them. So I ended up befriending a girl that works at the local Walgreens by my house because I liked her energy. We made a joke about niggas ain't being shit. And one time I was by and like hagen and something else. She's like, oh, you going to see your boo? And I was like, nah, I broke up with that nigga. So it's like, you never know what a friendship can entail, which also brings me to my point of people love talking about themselves. Anytime you want to shoot your shot with anybody, open up the conversation to them, ask them what their passions are, and then align yourself with that. Like you were talking about, if it's somebody at like, I don't know, a networking event, you that could be your future business partner. We always have these weird stipulations on people that we don't even know, and it's never really anything positive if that makes sense. You have to restructure your thinking of when it comes to interpersonal relationships because shooting your shot does not always have to lead to your benefit. You could just be benefiting them. Hello? Okay. So. Shooting your shot. It doesn't have to always be sexual or romantic mm-hmm. or whatever. It can be. It's a, it's, it's a dynamic. It's a spectrum. Okay. So, you know, but back to the romantic one. 
<laughs> so, like I said, it's a from Keenan is very well versed in the dating topic, and the that's why I, I really talk to him. And I think that us talking about this because I'm more so from the less experienced side. He's from the very experienced mm-hmm. side as far as the, the the psychological part of it. So mm-hmm. I am still learning things, and I I think it's a fun journey to try to learn different things about it because shooting your shot is like it's the first step. You know, and one thing I want to mention that we haven't talked about yet is when you talk about romantic relationships, you never want to overdo it. Let's say you you shoot your shot with your crush and you do get their number. You never want to automatically start off with, I want to see you naked. I want to do this and that to you. You never want to gauge into that. Unless that's what you ultimately want from that relationship. So it's okay to be yourself and be that quirky side of you. Kiara always tells me, and so do all of my friends, is to be yourself. When you're dating someone, be yourself. Whatever weird, great part of yourself that is, just be it because it's going to pay off in the long run. Pretty much. Because I'm an advocate of being myself because they're going to eventually find out who you are. Give mm-hmm. it to it. Give it to it. Cut and dry up front. You know, so show who you are. And I think, you know, if they don't like it, then fuck it. Like, move on. Find somebody <laughs> who does. But, uh, yeah, show who you are up front. Just be yourself. Because that's something I have to learn, too. I was like, just be yourself. It's like, okay. Is there a platform that you think our listeners, listeners would, would feel would be a better avenue to shoot your shot? Do you prefer Instagram over Twitter or Snapchat to Facebook? Like, is there a platform you use to shoot your shot? I like Instagram. Mm, so how do you shoot your shot on Instagram? So I just want to compare it to how I shoot my shot. Well, I don't really... Mm, I don't really shoot my shot on Instagram. I don't know. Ah, damn. How do I do that? Mm, I guess for you go, me... You go first, because I'm like... Um, <laughs> no worries. I think for me, the way that I shoot my shot is I always go from like a friendship angle and not in a manipulative way i always try to build whatever things we have in common or something that i want to know more about so like let's say like i met this guy like last year and one thing i liked about him was that he wanted to work in entertainment like i did so we ended up we ended up flirting on tinder and then we ended up following each other on instagram so before i even had his number i was like hey here's my instagram because one thing you want to do safety wise is not to automatically give out your number until you feel that person out. Right. So I'm more inclined to give out my Snapchat or whatever. And so we ended up connecting on there. So I was like, hey, you work in entertainment. I work in entertainment. What is your favorite part? That goes back to me saying to talk about yourself because men, whether they like it or not, once you get them started talking about something related to them, they're going to be in a very bragging state and they're going to overshare with you to something that we, you, you can be like, hey, we connect on that. So we ended up laughing about Bob's Burgers. I had no idea that he liked that show and I love that Bob's I liked Burgers. it too. <laughs> okay. But I don't <laughs> know. Too. I usually, I don't know. Because I'm still figuring this stuff out, honestly. I'm just kind of like, uh, mm-hmm. I'm a late bloomer in a lot of stuff. So I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, the hard eyes, you know, just different things just like oh. but that works he's getting your attention whenever you post that selfie you're usually going to get a comment from somebody and to them simplistic shooting their shot is just commenting emoji right some people think that if they're not advocately saying like hey i really want to do x y and z with you they don't like you that could be them shooting your shot so it's like you kind of have to be flexible in what that looks like for you for me when i'm shooting my shot i like to do 
a little eye trick. So by that, I'll send like a little eye emoji or something weird where they like, what the fuck does that mean? That gets the conversation going because I'm being my weird self. So they'd be like, well, what you mean by that? And I'll be like, I never seen an angel this beautiful on my timeline. Okay. Do you really say that? Oh my God. It works. It works. It works. I hate it. I'm not I'm saying that. I'm telling shit. you. But uh, on anybody. Cringy shit works for certain people. For certain people. I'm not trying to run somebody off. I don't know. It's just finding that balance of like, I'm not trying to come off as weird, but I'm also like, I'm interested. You know, so it's just mm. finding that balance. And I'm trying to find that balance because I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. cringing. Um, But it's just fun. And also just having fun. Like I said before, our friends, like they're funny when they come into different guys like inboxes it's crazy the stuff they come up with mm-hmm. uh, and it's never really sexual like it's always funny I wish I had yeah. like examples but I don't have time to go and find that but it's all <laughs> it's just great so just be yourself like the, the random eyes and the hay and all of that that's just not and every person you meet when you're shooting your shot, like we were saying earlier, is not going to be husband or wife material. They could be just a dope-ass friend that you have. I think I had to reframe my thinking. And whenever I shoot my shot, I'm like, hey, I actually think that this person is worthy of me sending these little five characters to. And I've made some great friendships out of it and, like, some dope-ass relationships. I shot my friendship shot with Kiara, and look, we have a podcast today so there are ways yeah, we that you can Twitter. connect with people we definitely met, <laughs> we on, definitely Twitter. met on Twitter <laughs> even though like we like we've said before we 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 went to the same school but we were in different grades mm-hmm. we went to the same mm-hmm. summer camp but we were in different age groups because he's because mm-hmm. you're two years older than me so damn bitch calling me out on the podcast oh like an old bitch. I'm kidding <laughs> I'm kidding I'm sorry I'm two years younger uh <laughs> but technically really it's a year um mm-hmm. but because of like birthdays and stuff the age group mm-hmm. and the grades is two years but um yeah so we kept we were missing each other like in life but we became friends at the right time within divine timing so yes. you know we just started at each other on twitter and having a good time like it was fun so twitter can also be a good platform to like get to know somebody too so instagram is cute you know and then Twitter is cute. I don't really like Snapchat because Snapchat can get X-rated very quickly. Oh, I love that. I'm a slut. Give me lit. Give me lit. Don't get Blood me lit just quite yet like that. You know, <laughs> let's just ease into that. If Those were Pop Smoke lyrics, by the way, before Shout y'all. Shout out to Pop Smoke. Right. I put on Shout Twitter, I wish, I was like, I hope he's in heaven growling and shaking. The I love that. <laughs> I really hope so because I love when he growls. Like, Ugh. Niggas love the way that I rock. Ooh. Niggas the way I woo. You know, I am a smoke. Okay, and Dior, that's one of my Dior's. favorite. Dior's, but, um, <laughs> but you know, to really back to the conversation, I just want you guys to stop standing in your way because a lot of people I talk to like have self confidence issues, and you should never try to find that in a person. You should not try to replace whatever you're dealing with by shooting your shot to try to make you run from yourself because we talked about that last week in previous episodes is that the people that you meet and you shoot your shot with they are people too they have their own trauma they have their own things that they need to work to so have fun if you want to suck a little dick suck a little dick if you want to go out on multiple dates with people do that it is okay it is it's okay. fun we're in our 20s let's have fun Give me late, mm. period. Even if you're not in your twenties, if you want to hold till you 85, do it. You know what? That's you, you know what? Give me lit. Like that's give me lit. I like I it. love it. I like it. I love it. So yeah, you know, I think we're I think going to it. end it here. But you guys yes. shoot those shots. 
And, and if you have any tricks or tips that you want to tell us of how you shoot your shot, feel free to add us on all our us, social medias. You know, at Kiera the Dawn, at the Kino Way, or at the damn podcast Instagram at Keep It Like Pod. Yeah. So we're going to end this today. And wow. Okay. That was good. Okay. <laughs> have a wonderful this. week. I love the topic. <laughs> I love the topic. But yes, you guys have a wonderful week. Um, be positive manifest everything mm-hmm. that you want in your life it's going to be great um, so yeah keep it locked Once again, my keep it locked until next week and Keenan Wayne bye bye